0: Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the mid that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up.
1: If you listen on the Entale app, that's E-N-T-A-L-E, photos, links, and videos of what we're talking about will pop up as you listen. Have a look.
0: Hello, mid-ults everywhere.
1: Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm absolutely fine, but last night I dreamt that my broadband Wi-Fi connector was not working that was my dream oh my god and 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 I know even your subconscious is Boring. Basically. I am so boring and dull. And, and also, my Wi-Fi connector is not working in, <laughs> in real life. And I was like, what happened to the really fun, you know, fucking flying dreams, right? Which what? no
2: one wanted to hear about either. <laughs> no, by the way, I mean, the minute somebody says this is what I... I mean, Emily, it's lovely to meet you. Uh, I'm Claude, by the way. But the minute somebody says, do you know what I dreamt about last night?
1: No, I know. It's already boring. I fall boring. apart.
2: No, no but, but that, is, that is interesting. That's what's happened to us all. Wi-Fi is king. Y- five, we're please. all
0: in a terrible state. And you're out of control because you're not going to be talking yet. I'm well and I'm absolutely fine. But as I lay there at four in the morning, wide awake, as I am, swimming around in perimenopausal treacle, I started to make mental lists about Christmas. Mental lists that I don't think that I'm going to be able to fulfil. Uh, here's my worry. I really, really, really fucking love Christmas. I don't think I'm going to be able to get it up this year. What, you can't get it up for Christmas? I'm, that's, that's the concern. You I just will. just think... Sorry, I sure? know I,
1: I'm, re- I'm really not supposed to be speaking it, but I can't help it. You I really Christmas. triggered you, what with dreams and Christmas. It's like you're like a ping pong ball I already. Know, she's so triggered. I think <laughs> I just better crack on and say today
0: is better than fine. Usually we start an introduction with a spiel about what they founded or what they starred in. But today we don't need to because it's only Claudia fucking Winkleman. <laughs> Hello. Hello. She's written a brilliant book called Quite, which we're going to have to insist that you all read because it will make you laugh and cry and feel better about all the fuck-ups. Not just better, in fact, but celebrated
2: and proud and honoured and seen. Claudia, how the hell are you? Everything is fine. Everything is actually perfectly fine. Hunky-dory, if you like. I know I'm adding words to your sentences. (laughs) But something quite... I'm going to use the word major happened to me yesterday, and I didn't sleep because I got into bed, as per usual, 10 o'clock, I'm 48. I mean, by the way, I was going to bed at 10 at 28, but I just pretended... (laughs) I was being a bit wilder. Anyway, and I had to get up. I got up to enjoy something that happened yesterday until 1.15. So I, I never go to bed at 1.15. I haven't been to bed at one fifteen since the 80s. So I'm quite sleepy. But otherwise, everything is fine. But I think going back to you, I love Christmas more than anything. And I think we're going to be all right. I think we have to accept it's going to be very different. We don't know what family members we can see. And we don't know in what in what way we can see them, but we're, go- we're still going to have, in some form, Christmas.
0: I tell you how it feels. It feels to me like since the end of February, we have been living in the perineum of the year. <laughs> it's been between the 26th of December and the 2nd of January for eight fucking months. And so I don't know where to summon, you know, the, the Christmas
2: spirit from. No, it will come because you have a little human... Mm. and so for the little human, there will be stockings. I've started eating brandy butter on toast for breakfast. (laughs) I can highly recommend that. That
1: that will cheer you
2: up. And it just seeps in. But I think if we're trying to recreate... My family, have, like, the same traditions. We do exactly the same thing on Christmas, and it'll be... I don't like change on any level. I can tell you what I'll be eating on the 5th of March 2022 and where I'll be sitting. But I think we just have to accept it. 2020, it's going to be a very different Christmas, and it might be sitting in a garden five metres away from the people we love, wearing huge puffers, eating cheese sandwiches, and that's fine. Or a cheese and onion omelette, in fact. There you go. Bring a ding That's in the book, with even a bit of a recipe. I was surprised. but I was surprised as well, but I think I put in a sentence, I was like, look, I don't really know what's going on, but if I don't add this, what is the point of me on any level?
0: (laughs) This book is not, I repeat, not a recipe book.
2: Why did you write this book? Well, OK, so lockdown happened and there were two things that happened in conjunction on the same day. One, I'm a very, very bad homeschooler. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Terrible. Because I started I'm every lesson now. with joy in my heart and vim. And that is a good idea. And what is the bus stop method? And, and then 20 minutes later, I was like, well, I don't know. I'm going to go and have some mini cheddars. Combined with what is wrong with you? Yeah. (laughs) I just went over that. Yeah. Didn't I mention it? Uh, Yeah. At one point he was trying, you know, the teachers are so sweet. We've always known that teachers are amazing. But his teacher was like, I think it'd be really fun. I think maybe let's do a bit of Darwin. Just look up Darwin. I was like, oh, that is fun. And I don't know enough and I can't remember it and blah, blah, blah. And 20 minutes later I'm shouting, the beagle was a boat, not a dog. And (laughs) so... That happened to me and I also missed, even though I'm always like, oh, work, mm," I sort of missed working. I missed, I used to write a column forever for Sunday Times and before that the Independent and I read out loud on the telly and I do a bit of radio and I've just, I missed that part of my brain. I wasn't getting dressed. I was griddling butternut squash unbelievably badly, you know, when you couldn't get the usual f- I was like, oh, sardines. <laughs> Do you know what? Someone put it very well to me the other day. They said that during this time, we found
0: ourselves asking so much less of ourselves that we yeah, which up is up reducing to fit the shape. Not
2: physically reducing, obviously. But I totally believe in asking less. So I, I thought, oh, I'll just have a go. I'll just have a go. And then... Uh, Harper Collins said yeah we'll have it thanks very much and then I I thought maybe I would write something so first of all I said to my husband you're in charge of homeschooling I'm going upstairs to write something important (laughs) I said that in an old toweling dressing gown you know and you're like (laughs) leave me Um, it's going to be about a woman and choices and a mountain and then I ended up
1: writing about melted cheese and pirate boots and nobody's more embarrassed than me No, it's so brilliant. But in a way, it is a recipe book because it is basically a recipe to how to live well. There were so many things in it where I was like, yes, I must do that. The Pirate Boots, obviously, I mean, you know. I think
0: it's about love, your book. Yeah. Oh. Actually, I think it's about how to love your life, yourself, people, how to and also how to own the fuck ups. I mean, you know,
1: of course, the, the,
0: the things that you never grow out of that you should have done. Your orange is my boobs. I'm 46 and I don't have a bra that fits. I will be hiking at least three times in the next 30 minutes.
2: I'm excited and... about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so am I, actually. But, and it, oh, yes, and it just spilled out to me. I didn't think I was going to write 4,000 words about Titian. I'd never put into words how I feel about my 17-year-old leaving home. I mean, I obviously have because I try and hold on to him all the time. It was so beautiful, that.
0: I'm slightly resentful because I, 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 that, I, just, I just finished the book early this morning and that made me cry, like really cry. It's facing the unbearable,
2: that isn't it? Really? How are you feeling about it now? Um, well, the good news is he can't go anywhere. <laughs> I, I mean, in all things, once things are said, you know, of course, it's going to be difficult. It's difficult for all parents, I think. But it's—I know—it's important for him. But I was just—I often—I had to explain to him when he was little. When he was little, when he was like fourteen, he was like, "Mom, going to go and stay at." Uh, Dance. I'll be like, I don't know, I'll come back tomorrow, I don't know what time. And I was like, oh, why would you go and sit at Dan's? Why doesn't Dan come here? What do you mean? Of course you can sleep in our bed. What shall I cook for you? Oh, it's only midnight. Treats. <laughs> I love a play date. You know, I was literally... And he was like, why are you so weird? Uh, he doesn't talk like that, by the way. And um, I said, because when I look at you, and I had to show him, there are pictures of them all over the house. And there's a picture of him, you know, he's two, and he's sort of sitting on me all snuggled up like peas in a pot, you know. I said, because I see that. And I know I have to learn and I have to grow and you're a brilliant, almost man, but that's what I see. And he was like, oh, OK, I get it. You started young, though. Well, I don't think it... It didn't feel... I met him at 26 and we got married.
0: Immediately. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fast, yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, we had a conversation about how much he loved potatoes. I was like, I should just probably marry him. <laughs> We're done. I love yeah. potatoes. I can talk I mean, about paid potatoes till your ears bleed. <laughs>
0: yes, pour the oil. Don't dribble the oil. Don't That's never. Your, one of your tips, isn't
2: it? I don't like... If you're doing it, do it. Do you know what I did yesterday? This is why I didn't sleep, because I had to get up. So I'm 48 years old, and I do love cooking. I'm not very good, but I love I love having a go. I made... It's quite dramatic, so I'm just breathing. I made my first ever successful gravy. There you go. Boof. Oh. Bam! Was it for chicken? Yes, it was. Did you start the chicken on an onion? Of course. I didn't realise this. And not only that, I put so much garlic and lemon inside the chicken. I always do that and I sort of mash the garlic on the chicken. You remove that, mash it all down, add white wine, mustard, then get ready seatbelts on, a little bit of maple syrup. Oh, shut the front door. Hello. And that is bubbling like a lunatic in a pan. Bubble, 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 reduced, sort of a sticky jus. We ate this. At one point, my 14 year old was like, guys, should we just get straws? We were beside (laughs) ourselves. There was roast chicken, there was buttered peas, there were little new potatoes. But I got into bed at 10 o'clock knowing there was still gravy downstairs and a bit of chicken that I was going to. Used today, you know, we've, you know, you have to, my children are obsessed by, I, we never throw anything away. Oh, look, a small wing bone. Sure, I'm not sure if I can get stock out of it. I'll definitely give it a go, Tilda. So, um, uh, and I was going to make them fried rice with chicken or whatever, but I knew there was still gravy. So I get up and eat a whole nother roast chicken supper. Then there's gorgonzola, which is the king of cheeses. I'm just saying that people can write in, but like basically don't at me. And, uh, yeah, that was my life. I discovered
0: over lockdown, uh, I've, I, 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 I don't want to be an arse, but I've been, uh, like, uh, making gravy for, you know, some time. Got it. But gravy is the key to a fantastic chicken soup. Is it? Yes, because I re- I when, you, when, you you, when you use... I shouldn't be looking at Emily. I shouldn't, because Emily can't cook. But, but when you use your single wing bone to make your stock, whatever, and you do your stock and your celery, and you make the chicken soup, and, you know, I'm a bit dewy, and I need to know that I can make a chicken soup... Um, Something. What's missing? What's missing? Oh, yeah, the leftover cup of
2: really fatty gravy poured in at the end. Whump! it's got some muscle. Hello. Mm. I'm very happy because I never understood gravy because I don't, I don't, I'm not good at sauces. You know what I mean? Somebody once said, can you just whip up a bechamel? And I was almost sick of myself. <laughs> roux. A roux. A roux. I'm not good with flour, but this gravy doesn't need flour. You don't get involved in that. I don't understand how you made gravy
0: in your newly refurbished tiny tiny kitchen
2: so we've now lived here with the diddy fridge the kitchen's nice but the kitchen is a bit like where you can see the kitchen is like a sitting room that just happens to have an oven and a hob in it and some plates laying around you know you'll find them under a book or under a newspaper or whatever that was fine it's the fridge situation that came have you ever stayed i really like them a holiday inn i have Right, so uh, a Holiday Inn has a lovely, or a Marriott, by the way, has a lovely little minibar. Nothing to disagree with. If you're going, if I go to Manchester and I have to work there or whatever, you take a couple of bags of baby bells, no problemo. That's schnooking in happiness. That's what we've got. you got a minibar? i got a minibar, but there's five of us. <laughs> And really hungry seventeen-year-old
0: boy. I
1: did actually. I wondered actually. Can you not just get a bigger fridge?
2: No, I get. I get it. I get it. I, I'm with you. But no. Um, so what we got instead, I thought this would make everybody happy, is I've got a small ice maker. Right? Okay. And yeah. I thought, if because there's absolutely no freezer to speak of at all. Four fish fingers. That's it. Three sweet corn kernels. Full. Can't, oh, can't close it. So if you ever get ice cream, it's, that is also gravy. You can't get ice cream. So I thought, I'll get a little ice maker, like cocktail, like, ooh, very James Bond. That's going to be great. It's so small. It's the size of this mug. And it makes a beeping noise while it's making ice. Beep, beep, beep. Which is, sounds like a smoke alarm, right? So that wakes everybody up. And it just does it randomly. It makes that... Do you know how many ice cubes it makes? About four. Six. Four. <laughs> and not only that, so it takes all this effort and all this energy. So it's definitely not ethically fine. So it's like... <laughs> grinding. Beep, beep, beep. And it makes four tiny pieces of ice that not only that, would be fine if it was big, sexy. You know when you've been in a bar and they give you a heavy glass and they have huge... Dry ice, you know what I mean? So that if you touch it, you're like, my tongue's going to stick to it. I'm drinking a margarita and this is living. No. Mm. (laughs) I would like you to now remove that from your head. These are small (laughs) tubes, if you like, small cylinders with a big hole taken out. And it is, it breaks science, this machine. It's wet ice. Do you know what? Those
0: cylinders of ice are my worst. They're my worst. They always taste slightly chlorine-y. They
2: melt in the wrong way. I don't know what the right way is, but I can, I'm with you on this. This is not it's soaking ice. wet ice. I mm. thought that would stop the roasting. As, not of the chicken, but of me. I thought, <laughs> if I just get a Diddy Ice Maker, everyone will be happy. Yeah. I should say that,
0: that, that Claudia writes in her book about it was her turn, 15 years after her husband's turn, yeah. to uh, redesign the falling apart kitchen. Yes. And it was more rugs and sofas than it was ovens and fridges.
2: He's Danish. We have totally different ideas of what a house should look like. We tried to do it together once. Very bad idea. Very bad. <laughs> uh, and it was like... The house was having a breakdown. It was a tiny flat, and people <laughs> come and go. Well, you understand. said in your book, you said it was like our flat was having a fight with itself. It was like having a fight because there'd be like a Danish pale. Wall. He was like, "Babe, should I just do this wall?" It was tiny, by the way. I was like, "Yeah, go for it. You do that, babe. Off you go." And there'd be a sort of small wooden monkey, or just like an awl. Do you know what I mean? It was bleached. And mine was 700 different castanets from around the world. Floral <laughs> wallpaper, 700 books. Oh, I've got a barometer that I found in Camden Lock for a fiver. Let's put that up. Oh, it doesn't work. Doesn't matter. it Looks cool. So uh, we now just, there. you know, a good relationship, I suspect, knowing what you can do. So it was my turn. And I was, like, so excited because it had looked like a dentist surgery. It was all pale white. But after 15 years and three kids, the cupboards weren't holding on. And, but it had a big fridge. You know what? It was great for 15 years. Three kids, fine. But i tell you what, it did work. It had a big fridge. It had a hob. It had uh, an area for a toaster. Like, it made sense. And then it was my turn and I just forgot about all of that. So it's got a big chair, palm trees, or well, not palm trees, <laughs> palms, it's got books, it's got seven interlocking rugs and nowhere really to cook. But I did make gravy <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, but, you know, you, but also you talk about, which we talk about all the time,
0: imperfection. Perfect is for other people and perfect people are not the ones you want to hang out with and get drunk with. And it's, uh, it, I think it's really important that at some point you connect with that and realise that it, it's not just that imperfection is okay, it is preferable.
2: Of course, it's preferable. Who have you met? I say, you know, you can go for dinner with somebody, and it's absolute. Of oh course, you. D- ding-dong, just in time. I've just made these prawn wontons. Come upstairs to, <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone makes prawn wontons, but, I mean, some people do. And then come upstairs to a perfect house, and I've lit the candle so it doesn't, it's not cloying, but it smells delicious. Here are my children, they're in matching pyjamas, don't hate me. And then uh, <laughs> we'll go downstairs, and everyone will have a differing but quite calm view of politics. And out comes a sponge pudding. Those aren't the best nights. They're not, and I'm incredibly grateful to those people for doing all of that. And for some people, it does come incredibly easily, that just gliding. It's not that I think it takes an enormous amount of effort and they're just pretending it's cool. Some people can just do that. I am ramshackle, so come... Oh, <laughs> I just remembered. I haven't put anything in the oven. <laughs> uh, it's dominoes, all right. You know, though, But those are the nights. And I think it's more about imperfection is better, I think it's understanding, A, you don't have to be good at everything. So, you know, if my daughter comes home and goes, Mummy, I can't, I've got a problem with physics or whatever, I go, OK, look, well, let's discuss it. But, you know, you're doing nine subjects. You can't, don't worry about it. So, A, don't be great at everything. And um, Yes, and self-acceptance, obviously.
0: That's the thing, you know, when you're 46, 47, 48, you feel between, I don't know, 110 and 117, but there's a lot in you that's still 12. And so you've got a lovely old Venn diagram and it's all right for those things to coexist because they are going
2: to coexist until we die. Yes, of course. And it, that, but that's the brilliant thing about being old. I love getting older. And my face is falling off, but that's all right. The fringe will just get longer um, <laughs> until it's down But the amazing thing about getting older is, A, you know what you like doing, so don't say yes to stuff you don't want to do. And... And it's okay, I'm never going to be... Oh, I don't know. Well, there's loads of things I'm not going to be able to be any good at. You've worked out what you like. Uh, my 20s were a bit angsty. Where I was like, oh, I should, probably should do that. Oh, I should, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, well, I'll do Zumba, then I'll meet you at... Yeah, but, all right, yeah, I'll learn Spanish with you. And then let's... I mean, it wasn't quite like this. I'm sorry. I've am i never done either of those things. But you know when you feel like you have to say yes. I love the idea of our 20s being full of, like, improving ourselves as no, opposed what, to
0: falling out of what my 20s were, were... Well, I was actually just sort of covered in shame. Yeah. Well, so cool. I went this way and that way. And yes, you want to do that. And I, and I should be more like this. And it doesn't matter what I really am because I should be more of this and less of this. Yeah. I wouldn't go back there for, for anything. No, me neither. This is better. It's much, much more fun. Laughter is more friends. intense. Girlfriends.
2: So you now have your absolute blocks and they're everything to me. And my 20s, I didn't like because I just... I was pretending I liked nightclubs, loud noise, being too busy. I was just waiting to finally go. I mean, I asked for a crochet set for my 21st. It's a secret from my parents. (laughs) I mean, I've just been waiting to be this age. Um, Are you doing lockdown needlepoint? No, I'm not doing needlepoint, but I would have done. I want to learn knitting. Can I tell you that Annabelle has a head torch?
0: Stop (laughs) it. Well, yes. Instead of reading glasses, so I'm trying to do a needlepoint thing, and uh, that someone gave me for my birthday. But you can't see it unless you're in full glare of sunlight. It's November, so um, so yeah. So I bought like a gynecologist slash miner's head torch. I yeah. think that's super cool. It's and so I, cool. And I completely own that. I don't care, and I'll do it in public. Of course, yeah. In front of the telly, you can't you can't look at the telly when you're watching it with other people because you will you will you know you'll you'll blind them all with the glare of the torch on the screen. But by the way, speaking of learning to do new things, I think you learn a lot from telly. You again, I think you wrote about this in your book. Don't be ashamed of watching telly. No. How else you can learn about the you know the the twilight zone in the ocean? Yes. Or the Sahara desert.
1: Yeah. Or all the leopards that are living in Mumbai. Or systemic
0: racism in yeah. America. Well, that yeah. too.
1: You need it. Yeah, I
0: mean,
2: you know, you're you're on the telly and Strictly never gets boring. No, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. I mean, number one, it is a show predominantly run by women who are brilliant women. Brilliant, funny, fast, breakneck speed, decision-making, empowering women. The team are amazing. We really laugh. And because it's a new cast every year, you don't know what's going to happen. Who knew that Bill could dance like that? Who? Bill Bailey. I mean, it's the most exciting thing. And I love Tess. T- yeah, you're not you're not faking it with Tess, are you? No, she is a brilliant Brit. You would love her. She's super smart. She knows what's important. She's classic. She's, she's, she's the real deal. Also, the thing about Strictly is, as you say about Bill Bailey, you get strange and unexpected lust surges <laughs> in
0: probably sexy people. So you get some, you know, some sort of beefy ex, you know, triathlete on who's wearing one of those disconcerting net long-sleeved T-shirts. <laughs> and you think, I should, I should want to give that a go. But actually, hello, Bill Bailey. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I love that about getting old as well. You can want to sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Exactly. And the other thing is, life telly is, is always exciting. So I wouldn't mind if it was, you know, when I get fired and they say, look, you can do a show about, I don't know, if it was strictly come avocado slicing. <laughs> but that 54321 is really whew, that adrenaline, that's, it's terrifying, but also I love it. And imposter syndrome, is that gone yet? No. No, I hope it doesn't ever. I mean, we've all met people who think, do you know what? I was born to do this. This is... Guys, step aside. I'll take (laughs) this. Should I talk about... I mean, basically, we're talking about people who are on The Apprentice, right? But it's... it's, uh, yeah. If I speak first in the meeting... I mean, I don't think imposter syndrome, when it is crippling, of course, if people have it really badly, then that's something else and that's horrible. But a little bit of why me in everything... I think is healthy. You know, if you're lucky, you have to know that you're lucky. Yes, in a way, imposter syndrome is just another way of saying thank you. And also, it keeps you on your toes. And that's why people don't get bored. Because they go, I have to do this one better. Or not necessarily better, I just have to do this. I think it's important.
0: So you're the, as you say, the small orange person... With the black smudgy eyes, so um uh, and I think I think I've seen before that is your Instagram or your Twitter photo, your Instagram photograph is you at that party where you had the really really smudgy yeah. eyes. Now when that when that photograph was everywhere of you with the really really smudgy eyes, conjunctivitis. Think- I make
2: up all down my face. Going to the GQ awards, <laughs> which by the way is th- by far the most glamorous event I have ever been to in my life. You know, it's just thick and fast, a stars. You know, it's. Oh, there's Rita Aurora, there's Kylie Minogue. Oh, don't like here's Beyonce. Oh, don't that, here's, it's endless. And there's me, some nothing. Loser turn up. I make up all over my face. But yeah, it was, it was bad. But you have to own all of that. I have no problem with that. Did it feel bad? No. I mean, my, I was a bit stingy. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I went off, had a laugh, um, went home. And then the next day, yeah, the text started coming in thick and fast, just going clawed. I didn't even wait. I didn't even, you know, when you turn up at these things, you can stand for photos and you're like, that. I didn't, I just sort of ran in like, I look disgusting, um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh But you, but I, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a li- I don't, it's not that I don't care what I look like. Of course, I want to look pleasant, but it's not my shiz. It's not my thing. No.
0: It's the shell, isn't
2: it? Yeah, so, what? you know, my mum brought us up genuinely in a house without mirrors because she was like, this, this, whatever this is, is the least interesting thing about you. Don't ever rely on any of that. So um, so I think I tweeted something about, oh, interesting, or, you know, if you own it, it's fine. And that's why it's my Instagram photo because that happened. If you own things in life, it's much harder to be bullied, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't. Uh, shame somebody who refuses to be shamed. I mean, on that, if I ever hurt somebody's feelings, if I ever did something bad, I'd be absolutely mortified, and I would fix it. If my kids ever did anything, you know, I'll own all of that.
0: That's why you say, don't you, that guilt can be useful because guilt can remind you you've been a bit of an asshole. Don't do that again. Put it right.
2: Guilt is important. Uh, you have to worry about everybody else. Stop worrying about the self. Don't worry about how am I.
1: Just worry no, it's about everyone as well. else. I really like that, that kind of like, well, if you feel bad about something, then you've probably done something a bit bad. And I think that, you know, that's the flip side of, um, of the way we're all trying to feel like, oh, I'm not good enough and everything. At the same time, you're, you're right. You need to own it. You need to actually say, I'm sorry, I've been a bit of a dick.
0: Well, it happens by degrees, doesn't it? Either you've been a bit of a dick and you need to, you need to correct it or do better, or
2: you need to urgently get some therapy or medication because you're genuinely in trouble. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. And I'm just talking about... Yeah, it's sort of taking responsibility and hopefully if you are in trouble, the people around you will go, you're not being totally you, you look a bit sad or you're being a bit snappy or... That's one of the reasons why you need those girlfriends, because you need someone with some perspective to keep an eye on you. Yeah, and also who knows my girlfriends know me better than I know myself. I will ask them, I'll go, Vix. why do I... and she'll like, What well, of course, Claude. Don't you remember when you were twenty-four and this almost exact thing? No, I don't. No <laughs> recollection at all. That's why. I and the you... other thing that's
0: brilliant about a uh, really good girlfriends is they hold a lot of your anger for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if someone has been has, has slighted you, or a man has been cruel to you, or a woman has been mean to you, you can if, if someone else will will be the vessel for the fury and resentment. You can move on and be breezy and
1: ser- uh, and serene. That's true. I do that all the time with you because you're allowed to be absolutely furious with the person who hurt my feelings, and I'm allowed to be magnificent about it. Yeah. <laughs> Send send them go, flowers. But I feel fine about it, exactly. And, 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 and vice versa. It's a, it's a it, great, great release. Yeah, yeah, it's a brilliant. The, the baton of Yuri. We yeah. can pass on. And were you nervous about, about
0: putting this book out there? Because it's quite personal, this book. I mean, it's all about, it's very, very opinionated. It's about what you think, it's, it's how you make your world work and, and just sort of what you think, whether it's about, you know, winter is the only season worth, you know, getting dressed for. Or
2: the keys and onion omelet. So did you think, oh my God, people might think that I'm... Oh, I was you know, horrified because I don't like really actually doing anything by myself. So <laughs> I would never do... I mean, you can't anyway. But I, what I love about Strictly is Tess is my leader. She's my anchor. She's in charge. I don't want any of it. I'm not interested. Everything I do, I will do with somebody. So I was nervous. I thought... The opinion stuff... Because so much of it is a caricature. You know, I write 2,000 words about Jackie Collins and if you actually wear leopard print, you're going to have a bit more power. I don't actually mean that. (laughs) Do you know? I mean, I thought she was amazing, but do I think the answer to being a bit stronger is uh, a leopard print beret? No. Uh, And a beret (laughs) is not the answer to anything, by the way. Um, And so I thought... When I left... uh, I used to write for Sunday Times Style and I still get messages about it. So I thought... If they 're there, maybe they 'll accept this as some columns, and sometimes I do talk about nurses, and sometimes I do talk about teachers and sometimes or about Jake leaving, and then that's me, or oh, not me, but you know that's a bit, but then I also wrote seven thousand words about how I don't like summer
0: <laughs> but there are halfway houses between nurses, which also made me
2: cry yeah, and um, really made me
0: cry. and those are the when you write about I really like the stuff about. Stay with him if. Oh yeah. Leave him if.
2: Yeah. Leave him if was my which I literally sat with my girls. I'd done some, and then one of them had a brilliant one, which was uh, if he says he's going to babysit the children. I was like, of course, because we had a friend who was like, you go out, I'll babysit. Dude, you're not babysitting.
1: These are your children. I'm
2: not babysitting. You know, don't worry. (laughs) Don't worry, you go to that. If you've got to to see the boys, that's fine, I'll babysit. That's not how it works. And if he doesn't have the wherewithal to just organise
0: a taxi, doesn't matter who pays for the taxi, but just to somehow make sure that you both get
2: yourself to the next place in the rain, then that was my first one. You just want them to be able to get you back to theirs, back to yours, or drop you home. It's not about payment. I don't care if it's a bus, but just to have some vim. For me, uh, if they believe in star signs, it's a no. It's just enough. Just note. stop going halves. I'll pay, but just stop dividing the bill. Don't, like no, divide,
1: there was it. some
0: It's probably useful your book, you know. Well, I'll tell you why. Is because it, it, in the centre of it, radiating, and it can happen when you get to forty-eight stroke one hundred and ten, and you have a point of view, is wisdom. It's yeah. there's genuine wisdom. No, don't let's not exaggerate. But you're no, very No, 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 there is. No, I agree. I would, yeah, I would say that about us as yes, well. I'd exactly. say that about all our great girls. Yeah, yeah. It's different from experience. And it's different from knowledge. I know it makes us sound like the wild old women who live on the heath, which sometimes we do. But that's Maybe fine. We will. Hubble, bubble, bubble. Yes, that's fine. But there is there is wisdom in it. Um, and so, you know, you chose to share yours. It
2: was good for me in lockdown. I've never done anything. I could not write a book, but I could do 70,000 words in different set in columns. And what I like doing, I don't know how you guys work, but I would work on sort of four at the same time. And then I'd go in and have a little edit. And then I gave it to HarperCollins with a big note going... I don't mind if you change your mind because I promised you an important tome about a woman and decision-making and a mountain. And instead, I don't even know what to say. This this spilled out of me and I, I, I'm I, mortified. So you can change your mind. And they said, no, we'll go with it. And then the extraordinary Johnny Yo said, yeah, I'll do you for the cover. So I was like,
0: oh, okay, brilliant. You are, you know, we're always saying, well, you know, you don't have to... Um Expect to be your most creative or productive self during a pandemic. You know, we're not the people who learned a language or um, learned to make perfect sourdough or wrote a book. You are. You've no.
2: written a book and you've learned to make gravy. Well, <laughs> the gravy gold star. By the way, the gravy is a thing. I, I, Shall I tell you what I loved about Harper Collins or oh, HQ, which is a subsection of them? They were amazing. And they said, you've got two choices. We're interested in this from you. We are, we are interested in what you would write down. And you can give it in uh, 12 months or you can have, I think it was three months. And they said, which do you, knowing you, which works? And I like a deadline. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. you know what I mean? I put this jumper on two minutes ago.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you had been given 12 months. You still would have written it in eight weeks, just latterly, the last eight weeks. <laughs> the right? last, which I wouldn't have. But wanted. the
2: first, the first ten months would have been really, really stressful and so, panicky. Yes, because I don't like the feeling of homework. That's possibly why I like live TV; it just hangs over you. So when somebody said, "Well, how often did you write?" or the, how, "What did the?" I said, "I thought about the book for, or whatever, or the columns, or I don't know what a book feels like." An exaggeration for twenty-four hours a day, I wrote for maybe one, so it was always there was this, eh, I've got to go and do it. And I, you know, we're all, I don't mean uh, this in a weird way, but we're all probably quite obedient when it comes to work. You know, that's why we work. Like, yeah, of course, this is a deadline. This starts at 10am. I turn up. Like, you do that. So I just felt guilty towards them. So that propelled me. But I, but
0: I think that's it, isn't it? Is that, is that at this point, when you're 48 slash 110, quite a lot of life
2: is about not letting other people down. I just all like that. Yeah. A friend of one of my best friends, oh, she read this somewhere and she said, "You know what? At now, all we really have to do, I mean there's lots of things we have to do, worry about others, look after people, um all of those things that are important, but you you have to show up." And I don't mean maybe physically, but whether it's the charity that you care about, whether it's your local food bank, whether it's your kids feeling a bit wobbly, whether Whatever it is, your girlfriend going, actually, do you know what? Can you not call me back? I need to discuss this with you now. You show up. That's our job. Yeah. Full stop. You've got to just get yourself into the room. Yeah. Thank you for being in our room. I can't
0: believe you did it in the room. We're not thank you for home, having me. We're not allowed. <laughs> um and uh and and buy the book, because if you like the way she talks, you're gonna like the way she writes and we like everything about her. Yeah. So Claudia Wilkerman, you're an absolute sensation. Thank you so you're much. You're so sweet. Thank you, thank you, so you for much. having
2: me. If you were here, you know what? I'd make you try. The Bra- okay. gravy. Boom. The oh, gravy. I've got litres of it. Oh, have well, you? Okay,
0: that's it. Product line. Yes. Winkleman's...
2: Gravy. Wonder. <laughs> gravy.
0: <laughs> You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The Alt. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate,
1: review and subscribe. And we'll just leave you with this thought. If you're too open-minded, your brain will fall out.